all day I've been thinking we were going to talk about Aerosmith. And I was very excited. <laughs> but then I saw Red Bride Rocket and I was like, oh, oh, ooh, even better. Even better? You're going to stick with? No, no. Oh, not in the real world of like okay. attractions, but as far as like things to talk about, yes. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Rip Red Rocket has like juicy things to talk about. Yeah. Ooh, we're getting juicy tonight. Uh huh. I think so. Because I'm Molly. Oh, oh, and I'm Ashby. And I'm Cheryl. Welcome aboard. Please keep all hands, arms, legs, and feet inside at all times. Podcast, you are all clear. What is everyone's um, experience or take on the Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket? If it's got a low weight when I'm visiting the park, hey, cool, let's go ride it. But like, I'm not going to wait for it. I think it's fun and I think it's cool with the music, but I'm. it's not like a, um, I have to do it when I go to Universal. That's kind of my, my stance on it. Mm. What is an attraction at Universal that you have to do? Uh, Barney's live show. No, I'm just kidding. R.I.P. R.I.P. Ugh, what a good show that was. No, I, I, you know, that's a great question, actually. I'm trying to, like, I'm actually, like, thinking, like, okay, I'm going to the park. What's something that I have to do? I was going to say the mummy, but again, I don't have to. I think the mummy might be it for me. Yeah. Guys, Universal Studios is the one park I can think of where I'm like, no, I have a few, like, must-do attractions. E.T., hands down, mostly for the queue smell. Oh, right, yeah. And then Fast and the Furious Supercharged. Oh, I haven't done that yet. Me neither. Aces. Do you like a good time? (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes, I do. Like, is this what kind of? Does this our commercial break? Like, right. we work for them. Like, have you have you ever thought like I would really like to go to a club, but like n- not really? I have thought that. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to go to a club with like Tyrese and the Rock, and I would love for Ludacris to drive me there. Oh my God! Yes, I have said that. A hundred percent. Guys. Best ride. You you like Fast and the Furious because you get all of that stuff, but it doesn't really move very much. Yeah, absolutely. Like, doesn't mm. even move. Or am I just sitting on a park bench? Like, I don't know. Basically, you're sitting on a park bench and Luda's driving you. Like, yes. wow, what an actually fantastic attraction for you, Cheryl. Oh my god, I love it. Like, were you in all those meetings when they were putting this attraction together? I don't know, but I feel like I was their target audience, and uh-huh. I'm excited about that. They're like a 30-something local who hates rides. <laughs> but loves ludicrous. Cheryl, have you have you seen all the movies? Like, are you a movie fan as well? No. Okay. Have you seen any of them? What? Oh, I, <laughs> I saw the Hobbs and Shaw spinoff with The Rock and um, Jason Statham. And that that's, one was, the only, that's the only one you saw? It was fantastic, yeah. I've never seen any of them, so I can't. I feel like I would like them, but yeah. I, I've not seen them. Should we do like a little like side <laughs> series where we watch all the Fast and Furious films? I'm not going to say no to that for sure. <laughs> also, I love that our episode is supposed to be about Rip Ride and we're like down a rabbit hole. I also feel like if we were to actually have a Fast and the Furious supercharged episode, nobody would listen to it. <laughs> Except this is, me. This is how we tricked you. Surprise, audience. We're actually talking about... <laughs> The good news about doing a um, Fast and Furious ride 
episode is like there's no competition because like there's there's like 180 haunted mansion episodes out there i mean right probably right. thousands of haunted mansion episodes but no one has been like <laughs> you know what would really Especially get a lot not, of downloads not a pro fast right and furious this would be a pro yeah, yeah this it, would be pro at least it would for me but rip red rocket <laughs> can i ask is that its full name hollywood rip like does it have a, a an actual type, a full name. Yeah. The official name of this attraction is Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket. What does that mean? <laughs> I mean, when I hear, like, the word rip, I think we all know what I'm thinking. Absolutely. <laughs> so, like, that makes me giggle every time I hear the name of it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. essentially, it's the ride rocket. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like when I hear the t- the term, even like I only even just get rid of Hollywood because that's irrelevant, um, right? Completely, right. it's not like themed to Hollywood, um, but it is themed to like rock music, music in general. But I I see where they're leaning on like rock music as a main genre. Right, but right. When you say it together, "rip ride rocket," you hear, you hear, excuse me, you hear "ride," <laughs> and you hear "rocket," and those two words, like you can, you can kind of pattern match that, right? You can be like, "Oh, it's a ride, it's a ride, and it's a rocket, rock and roll." Like, I get it, but they they just needed a first word. I guess so. So they chose "rip." It's fine. It actually does kind of work. It's one of those weird attractions like Peter Pan flight where when you start to look at it, you're like, none of this makes any sense. But for whatever reason, we say it all the time and we, no one is really criticizing it. Unless I guess you have like a theme park podcast. Um, (laughs) Right. Like, no, like what is, how does that even fit? Like rip, what could you even associate that with in the ride? Like the rip part? Like, are you ripping your pants? Like, no. And like, is it, I was trying to, I was working really hard to make this work. Isn't like rip a term in like surf culture too? Something I literally have no idea. Dude, rip we're gonna curl. go rip it. <laughs> well, yeah, rip curl is definitely a term. But there's no, it's not themed to the ocean. It's not like the surf roller coaster. So I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna rip it. Here's the other funny thing about the title of this roller coaster. It's it's not rock dash it right they're not like pulling out the word rock for rock and roll it's rocket but not like rocket ship because they spell they don't spell it like that okay i'm i'm done i'm done i'm never riding this again so (laughs) i would encourage us to move away from the name because we're never gonna like it right right yeah we're never gonna be like oh (laughs) we never would have given the stamp of approval for this one no 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 um maybe i should back up here hollywood rip ride rocket what is it it's a roller coaster it's a big outdoor roller coaster it's the kind of roller coaster you do not see at walt disney world it's kind of the weenie of the park now right yeah i mean in the sense that like a weenie is something used to like catch your attention and and draw you into the park keep you walking towards it yeah, it runs the entire length of the park. It goes from the front to the back. Yeah, it's funny that there's no... Now that you're saying that, I'm like thinking about my path of travel. And the only weenie that I really thought about was the, the one at the entrance, the Universal Globe. Beyond that, then I'm not really 
drawn into anything else. You know what I mean? Like when you walk into the park, it's not like, oh, there's a there's a icon in front of you. It's just Yeah, no, you know. the opposite, right? It's <laughs> right. it's like you walk into the park and on both sides you're surrounded by sound stages. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's why is there no weenie in Universal yeah. Studios? No. I mean, if you think about when you walk into uh, Islands of Adventure. There's nothing that really pops into my head. Is Universal, like, anti-weenie? I think so. Or or they have a bunch of, like, hidden micro-weenies where it's like... Yeah. <laughs> it's, I'm going to lean in hard on hidden micro-weenies. The, the Gringotts Dragon or, like, the Hogwarts Castle, but, like, those are, like, hidden into their specific areas. Wait, hold on. Is a hidden micro-weenie... <laughs> Is a that medical like, term maybe is, but is it like a hidden mickey like where it's like oh there's a micro weenie like how the haunted mansion is like a, a micro weenie yeah you're no you're right you're on the mansion <laughs> it would be considered a micro weenie yeah like the pandora yeah. floating mountains micro weenies mm-hmm. what is a micro weenie in universal the gringotts dragon this like flying saucer outside. Yeah, the Men in Black, Men in Black. Fly, flying saucers. I mean, the entire Simpsons sure. exterior, micro weenie. Yeah, micro weenies. Um, the mummy muscle guys on stilts outside of. Oh, for sure. The mummy ride, micro weenie, <laughs> micro weenie. Wait, are we talking about? Wait, I don't hold know. On. That. Okay, wait. <laughs> you know, not on a personal oh, level. We don't know those individual actors. Cannot. Uh, we apologize. I want to apologize on behalf of all of those, us that. To the uh, stilt walkers that play the the mummy uh, guys. If you're a stilt walker who plays the mummy, reach out. No, I don't um, think I don't think that's necessary. I think we honor. could just say we could just say we don't need to know and we don't want to assume anything about them. No, I don't want to know about their micro. I don't want to know about the status of the ween. I do <laughs> want to know more about your job, though. This podcast. <laughs> rated X. We need to get back into rated R R R. Rip Ride Rocket. Oh my God, that was incredible, Cheryl. Oh, wow. Oh, thank you. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's. <laughs> if, if we must, we will back it up to Rip Ride Rocket. So another kind of interesting thing about the Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket is it's fairly new in um in the world of like attractions especially in universal studios mm-hmm. it opened in 2009 that's crazy 2009 wow yeah i think it was like the what last attraction before harry potter started like popping up this was coming out when we were in school cheryl and i really bond we became friends i feel like we really bonded in universal studios potentially riding yeah Red looking Red for safety issues yeah Mm-hmm. Constantly. Constantly. So yeah, this was like one of their last big projects before the Wizarding World um, opened and bankrolled Universal Studios for the next decade. So that makes sense when the story will unfold, <laughs> I guess. Ashby, I feel like we interrupted you earlier. How would you kind of describe your experience on this ride? Oh. <laughs> or like, can you just, can you describe Rip Ride Rocket as a roller coaster, like what sort of things are you experiencing? Um, okay. What's the theme of it? Things like that. Let me think here for a second. Basically, like a coaster that's going without gravity at first. You know what I mean? Like there isn't a lift that that starts your ride. It's like you start. Basically, the ride's starting when you're going up the hill. Yeah, you're being like hauled up this fully vertical yeah. hill. Like you are on your back. And it is terrible when you go in the middle of the day because you're basically blinded. 
having some music in the background is great. But the cool thing about it was the custom the customization of it to be able to choose the song. Like that was really cool. As far as the coaster itself goes, I would say it's a nice smooth coaster because it's a you know a steel uh, steel made coaster. Um, there's definitely a lot of cool turns and zips and zaps. Um, I think the, I think the big thing is the lift. And the music. Those are probably the two things that stand out to me the most about this roller coaster. Okay, so that lift hill, that that top height is 167 mm. feet. And the total length of the coaster is 3,800 feet of track, and it reaches a top speed of 65 miles per hour. Let's paint a picture here. So you will talk about the loading process, which is, which is special in mm-hmm. and of itself. But the very first thing you do is you go to a fully vertical ascent hill where it turns you on your back and you're headed, like Ashby said, straight up into the air. Um, And during that time, that's when, that's kind of your last chance to, there's a little monitor in front of you every single seat and you are prompted to choose a song to listen to for the duration of the roller coaster that's about to begin. I should have jumped in earlier when we were talking about the height of this roller coaster. So in that particular style of coaster, it definitely feels crazy, right? But mm-hmm. in the in the grand yeah. scheme of like roller coasters around the world, it's a baby. And I mean, I, I would even say when you walk up and you see it, it, it seems like it's like, ooh, that's really high up in the air. But it also is like, well, that's not so bad because I can't see it from across the park. Anybody, and I've never ridden it, but I've always seen, I've seen videos and stuff of it. Um, I think of like Top Thrill Dragster in... uh, What what words are those? (laughs) That's in Cedar Point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cedar Point. Oh, Cedar Point. Like all the coasters. Which is like, yeah, coaster crazy. Um, But this is like, I mean, if you've never heard of it or seen it, like this is probably a ride that I could say is similar as far as like feelings that you're going to get close to Rip Ride rocket but that one is 400 feet what yeah what so it's basically like over two times the height of rip ride rocket but similar as far as like the the way that you're gonna feel of going up and down (laughs) just obviously way more to the extreme than universal i don't want to go on that no it is a ride that when i look at it i go i would probably i would probably have trouble getting on that thing I would have trouble getting off of it. Like you would have to have an ambulance ready at the end. I think it, genuinely, it's a, it's a crazy ride, and it goes like the max speed of that is 120 miles per hour. No, no, it's not. <laughs> yes. Are you making this no, up? Is this I'm, a real coaster? I'm not, you, no, you're. You have, it can't be. No. You're fit. You do you have to wear a mask on it? Like do you have to wear like a steel mask? Do you have to mask? sign a waiver? No, like it's out of control. Do they give you oxygen on it? What if a bird? <laughs> I mean, you're. The bird is definitely dead. <laughs> and it's crazy because the ride itself is so simplistic. It's basically like you're a drag race car flying down the track and then you go straight up 90 degrees. You you basically go up and over like Rip Ride Rocket and come back down 90 degrees and then, you know, it continues from there. It's So insane. call me crazy though. You said it's like a drag racing thing. Right. So it's potentially what the Fast and the Furious ride should have been. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. So no. Okay. Fast and Furious is exactly the way. It's exactly it what be. it was. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to clarify. Does the franchise proud mm-hmm. and everyone loves no. it? 
true. But any, I, anyways, I didn't want to go down too far out of that, but I just wanted to say, like, there is, th- like, if you take this, if you take Rip Ride Rocket and compare it to, like, other coasters around the world, it's a baby. Like, it's not anything crazy. But it's so funny, though, because then compared to Disney coasters, like, compared to Rock and Roller Coaster. Right. It's like, well, Rocket is way more intense yeah. than Rock and yeah. Roller Coaster. Yeah, so let's talk about the other thing, too. So the other big thing about this would be the fact that you can choose your own music on this ride. Oh, I was going to ask you, have you or Cheryl ever ridden, like, by yourself with a single rider? No. I haven't either. I've only ever been with Cheryl. Yeah, I haven't either. And I've, <laughs> yes. I've always wondered, I wish, like, if, if there's a viewer out there, or a listener out there that has ever done that, like, how awkward is that to... Like, cause wait, why? Wait, is it the same? Oh no, that's right. It's individual songs. Sorry for I. Yeah, I had it in my head. Oh, you. <laughs> I had it in my head that it was like yeah. you pick the song for your two seats. <laughs> oh, that would be really weird. But I, as I was saying it, I was like, no, me and my friend rode, and we both got to have our own song. <laughs> you both just chose. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Let me. You both just glamorous. By you both. <laughs> you both chose "Hella Good" by No Doubt. Okay, let's be real. We both chose the secret song, the Muppet Show theme song. Okay. The moving right yeah, along, yeah. right? Is that the one? <laughs> I did it to that one, so it was so good. <laughs> Before we actually get into the music, I we might. Tr- I'm gonna just try to explain. Actually. How do I even say this? There is no backstory to this coaster. Wait, what? It's not. It's not. It's not themed to a movie. It's not even themed to a band. Like Rock and Roller Coaster is themed. No, correct. Loosely themed to Aerosmith music. They. It's layered you, on top. Are you the artist? Like, what is? I felt like we were recording an album. Like it felt like I was going into the recording studio. Well, I think you feel that because. Uh, the ca- the team members are wearing costumes that kind of look like they work at a music studio. And one of the gimmicks, though, about it is that they will record your whole ride. There's a video. And you could, yeah, you could purchase oh, the video right. afterwards with the song. So basically, I guess my to sum it up, there is no theme of this ride. The theme of the ride is 2008. Let me explain. <laughs> um, so... 3,000 and late. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, so this ride was being developed in 2007, 2008. The theme of the roller coaster is that year because it was combining things that were popular at the time. So these list of 30 songs were popular at the time. The ability to record a video and then, like, get it emailed to you. So like the digital transfer of video files was becoming easier. And then you could post that video on Facebook, right? MySpace. Like, or MySpace, <laughs> right? So like the breakthrough technology that we're dealing with was just popular at the time. Like I think they just wanted to do a big, very, very current roller coaster that did that did rise above several of the buildings in Universal Studios just to give it kind of like a, an, a lift, a vertical lift uh, for studi- studios. Because everything is just that like three and a half story soundstage level in, in the entire park. Um, so they just wanted to like mix it up a little bit. In the queue, do you guys remember there was like a cartoony type characters that like no one ever really latched onto. Like they they tried to make them a thing, but the fact that we could maybe picture them, but we couldn't tell you anything about these people, like 
that never caught on. And the other thing is like they, they could have maybe updated these songs throughout the year, but I personally am very glad they didn't. And I Agreed. hope they never do. Because if we keep this theme of this ride 2008 and keep it as like a little time capsule, they will have done what Universal has never done before. And that's be nostalgic for their own history <laughs> in the theme park, right? They're notorious for just tearing stuff down and building new stuff. Let's let's keep Rip Ryan Rocket pure, and I hope they never get rid of Bring Me to Life by Evanescence, right? <laughs> oh my god, I would love to listen to that song on a roller coaster. Me too. Okay, so while you're going up your first ascent hill, you are prompted to choose a song by inserting like a three digit code, right? Oh no, you could just like, yeah, it's this, just a touch. Yeah, this thing you can just pick, yeah. The, the code okay. is the secret. Right, yeah, yeah. and then if, you, if you're in the know, if you listen to podcasts are all clear, you can also <laughs> insert a three digit code <laughs> to do a secret menu. I don't even remember how to do that anymore. You had to like push like a random blank space, right? I've never been able, I've never successfully done it. I always freak out and pick bad girls down a summer last minute. Oh, I know I've done it twice. Once was I did the Muppets, and the second time there was an Aerosmith song, and I did it because I thought it was funny that it was like, this is like I'm riding rock and roll. <laughs> it's very funny. Actually. Well, bas- basically, for those of you who have never ridden the ride in the last, uh, what, eight, nine years, ten years? I don't even know. What year is it? Eleven, twelve, twelve, twelve years. <laughs> also, I am not the math guy. <laughs> Thirteen this, uh, years. Um, anyways, if you have not done this, all you have to do is hold down the lo- there's like a logo of the ride on the on the thing, and you hold it for ten seconds. So you got to get like you got to get in that vehicle as quick as you can because you don't have a lot of time. But hold that thing down for ten seconds, and then a number keypad pops up, and then you got to put this three digit code in real quick. You have to know ahead of time what three digit code right. you're going to put in. Right. It's not like you can scroll the secret menu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here are some highlights from my perspective. You guys can say your highlights from the normal menu. Okay. Um, Rollin' Limp Biscuit, such a good roller coaster song. No. Wait, and yeah. have you, are these ones that you've done, Molly? <laughs> these are ones that I have done. Okay, okay, okay. So the classic, Stronger, Kanye. Very good. Of course, but I think it's funny that the Daft Punk vert, like the Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger, is also an option. Oh my god, yeah, that's such a good point. I never noticed that. And I have always picked Fergie, Glamorous. Those were Every those time. Were my big, those were my top picks. But if I were doing it right now, I might do... Still Fergie, Glamorous. No, I might, but I might... Still Fergie, but I might do Pump It. Black Eyed Peas. Oh, no. ludicrous. I don't know how I need to tell you more. Ludicrous. But I, I think I'm still doing Roland. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, anyone else? What are some highlights that you would pick? Uh, okay, so I did. I'm. You're, you're going to really see the difference in genres here in this uh, <laughs> podcast host panel. So not the biscuit? Nope. Um, oh. I've hmm. done Give Me All Your Lovin', which is ZZ Top. And if you don't know what that song is, if you've ever seen the movie The Santa Claus with Tim Allen, I don't know how people are going to remember this, but the scene where like he's about to go get in the sled and like like he's he is taken on Santa Claus and it's towards the end of the movie where he's about to go out on his like second run at Christmas and then they play this song and he comes like the slow walk around the corner with his elves. That's the song. Um 
what was the other one I saw? Oh, Born to be Wild. And then I did Bring Me to Life, Evanescence. I did that one. Are there any more on the regular list? I think that might have been it because all the other ones were... Um... Oh, and, and I did That's the Way I Like It, Casey and the Sunshine Band. <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. That's yep. what I would have picked for you. Yep. Like, if we were, like, picking each other's yeah. songs, I would have picked that for you. Cheryl? Oh, Glamorous. Every time. I did Stronger once, but then, I'm sorry, the ride is just not the same without it. I'm looking at it now. Beastie Boys Sabotage? Probably great. That's a really... I just saw that, too, and I was like, why did I not pick that one? That would have been great. All right, now if you're... Savvy, if you're tech savvy, let's talk about this. Let's talk about some options for this like hidden, hidden menu, which again I've literally never done. So wait, you've never wait, but Cheryl, but Cheryl, you've it's done hard. it though, right? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I'm looking at it now. Here's what I would have picked. Um, I bet Freebird is really good. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> right. Just like it makes the it makes think about it makes the ride eight minutes long. <laughs> well, it is a lot. It's actually a pretty long roller coaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. Um, I wonder. I wonder if they though, because you know, Freebird is like it's a mix of like twenty songs in one, as far as like rhythm and things like that. I wonder if it actually starts it at the beginning, or do they move it into the faster part? Oh, I definitely know which songs I'm picking. So I am picking Lose Yourself, Eminem, 100%. (laughs) Now, if I can't do that, I'm probably picking Float On by Modest Mouse. What a fun one. Nice. Those are uh, uh, 301 and um, 306. (laughs) In case you're taking notes. I'm reading through. Float On by Modest Mouse sounds delightful. I mean, they have Crocodile Rock by Elton John. Mm-hmm. It seems a little too silly for this ride, though. But it's I mean, I'm it's a jam, though. To, it's, to be fair, jam. I black out. So I need something that is intense, yeah. like roll in or lose yourself. I literally remember doing Moving Right Along for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. They have Still Rock and Roll to Me by Billy Joel. That's probably fun. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Even in looking at all of this, all I want to listen to is glam. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ashby, you're up. So I've done, the ones that I have been able to pick, I, I got it mixed up. I actually did Rainbow Connection. Ooh, how was that? Uh, which is really weird song choice for that ride because it is not a fast song. <laughs> it was a, that's a weird choice. It's a, if you want a weird experience, go for that one. Um, and I did do Crocodile Rock. Yeah, but it, I bet it makes you laugh the whole time. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like, just as fun. That makes it such a fun one. And then the other one I did, which was a, a little weird also, was Wheel in the Sky uh, by Journey. Ooh, that's Good fun. song, but again, not, not necessarily good for a roller coaster. I thought you were going to say number 310, Vogue by Madonna. Uh, <laughs> I, would, I would choose that. For sure. What's Klein Mandelbrot by the Blue Man Group? <laughs> Wait, what? I mean, okay, hold on. I'm gonna just like electronica music. Klein Mandel. Oh, it's brought. Okay, I found it. Hold on, let me. <laughs> One of the songs that they play Drums. in their show, and it's not. It would be that's so, weird. It would. It would be so funny to me if you. If you like knew about this hidden menu, you chose Klein Mandelbrot by Blue Man Group, and then there, something gets triggered next door to Blue Man Group, and when you get to the top of that lift hill, they know that. Oh my god! And so, a blue man is up there waiting for you, and he throws neon paint on you before you go over the hill. That would be awesome. That's why they had to get rid of it because it was costing that them way too why much money. I had to get. That's exactly why they had to get rid of it. 
Blue Man Group uh, is, yeah, well. Mm-hmm. Poor Blue Man Group. Okay, great. So we've all picked our songs for this hypothetical ride we're about to go on. Actually, all I know is Cheryl has picked Fergie. Right, right. Fergie. Drive through gross hell. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> what you say? And yeah, this ride just takes you straight down. And you're, then you're rolling. <laughs> oh, God. That's I am, literally, because that's what I'm listening to. It's literally oh the cycle of rain. You get evacuate, evaporated into the clouds, and then they just rain you back down. Mm-hmm. It's the water cycle. The theme of this coaster is the water cycle. Precipitation, yes, absolutely. Okay. And then the next move you do is actually probably what they would consider a signature move. So it's a, ooh, okay. I'm not like what one would consider like a coaster person, so I'm going to use the wrong terminology, and I... I'm asking for forgiveness now. If you're looking at the coaster from the side, it looks like it's just a full loop, like an inversion loop, but it's not. It's a fake-out inversion loop. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? No idea. At this point, Cheryl has already passed out, so she's I know. I know exactly where I pass out, and this isn't it, but I think I'm still overwhelmed from the drop that I don't I don't know. Yeah. What's you probably have never opened your eyes either. No. Um, okay, so you go into a loop, right? You come come up down through the bottom and you start to head up, but where you where you typically would be turning upside down in a loop, you go over the top of the loop and come down the other side. But it yeah, it's like a, it's like a weird like little turn that happens. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is actually kind of great because I hate an inversion loop. Hate it on a roller coaster. Yeah, and this one doesn't have it, right? Because it's not, I don't think there's any, it just, does it ever go upside down? Good question. Does it actually ever fully have you upside down? I don't think so. I think you just have a lot of those. No, it doesn't because it's not a neck, it's not an over the shoulder right. harness. It's right, just that, right, like, right. that thingy. You're straight, but you are straight up and straight down yeah. several times. And it gives, yeah, it gives you that Correct. sense of, um, you know, coming out of your seat. So the next about 10 seconds, I usually black out, like literally mm-hmm. pass out. So I can't exactly tell you what happens next. I know you go through a the old um, Ghostbusters like wall. You kind of come mm-hmm. out into the streets of New York or uh, <laughs> for a couple seconds. Um, and then kind of come back in. Interesting that we black out at different spots. <laughs> well, we're different. You know, we have different tastes. A hundred percent. But like, wow, guys. So basically what that says is you will black out on this yeah, ride. At some Just point. where? Right. Who yeah. knows? So Cheryl, I guess since you're, you are still conscious during this, what goes on during the next like 10 no. seconds? No idea. Just listening to Fergie and cursing the world. Yeah. Oh, because I keep forgetting your eyes are probably closed. Ashby, okay. you, do you have any kind of recollection of this part? Yeah, so like after you go through the building, you kind of, basically it turns into the, I don't know what you would call it from a technical perspective, but the, like the roundabout, the roundy roundy. Mm, sure, sure. <laughs> and then you head back up to another brake platform. It's back down again for another little hill. And then you kind of like, you kind of swerve it, next to the, the big, um, uh, what do you call it? The studio buildings. The um... so that's when I when I come to or maybe so I kind of come back into it where there's this kind of intense. So you go up, you go through the inversion, and you're doing kind of the what Ashby described as a little loop, the little loopy area, roundy rounds. 
those are in the back end of the park, right? Right. Do you go right? It's like the, where the li- New York library, the library. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I come back to it when you're on that straightaway headed towards the, in the other direction, towards the front. Going back the towards the front. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. kind of where we are is we're, we go. We, so I'm back. Yep. You're, you're, you're awake. And uh, we're starting to go by the big, the big three sound stages in the front of the park there. And that's pretty fun because a straightaway on a roller coaster is quite fun. And my guess is that's when Cheryl's passing out, though. No, no, no. Oh, I wow. know exactly what it is. And actually, I pulled up the ride video, and I'm loving this. <laughs> I want to blast Black Eyed Peas so badly and just watch this ride video over and over again. That's a really good idea. I might do that as well. I found my happy place. Okay, so there's there's one of those platforms, two of those platforms, three of those platforms. So I just did the third platform. Are you up and this by is the point. City Walk Actually, it, it, yeah, no, it's right when you get to City Walk, when you do that loop, and then there's like a down and then back up where you catch some airtime. That's the point where I black out. Oh, Wow. That means we're risking you not waking up when we have to get off the roller coaster, I feel like. No, literally, it's like the very end is when I'm like, oh, hello, world. Oh, that's so dangerous. But also fun because, like, I black out right towards the end of the ride. So, like, it could have been longer in my brain. Disclaimer to everybody. The reason I haven't ridden this ride in, like, 10 years is because at some point I realized, oh, this happens every time. And that's probably not good. I feel the same way. And this is the this is this is my like height of intensity of roller coasters that I go on now. I was like every single time I black out during this roller coaster. Like that is not standard no. roller coaster experiences. So it's I was like okay. I we might have some pre existing conditions that we were just like, let's not do this anymore. But now I really want to. I know. It was definitely where the last time I was on it, I was like, ooh, deja vu. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is this is goodbye, old friend. Ashby, do you black out on this roller coaster? Um, I, yeah, I think I, it's, I have this problem on most roller coasters now where I, I don't know if it's like a certain G-force kicks in or something, but yeah, I'll, I'll start to lose my vision. Whoa. And it, it is a weird, like... Um, it, like, it turns into, like, a little bit of a tunnel, you know? Yes. And then sometimes it does go completely black. Uh, <laughs> what is the matter with us? <laughs> I I just love that I'm not alone. Yeah. Like, I lo- I'm i very it, excited. I'd love to do a poll to find out, like, how many people oh, actually and I, out. Oh, and I 100% believe it's, like, when you hit a certain age. Like, you just, you just can't handle it anymore. <laughs> well, for Cheryl, it was 19. <laughs> <laughs> No, we were at least 21 at this. I don't know what it was. Like, I've never been a big fan of roller coasters. Actually, that's not true. Well, I don't know. Well, the Barnstormer. The bar. I mean, obviously. And then when Rock and Roller Coaster came out, like, it was the same thing with that one where it was like, I rode that well past I was having fun and I just was excited that Aerosmith had a ride. <laughs> and then with this one, I don't know what it was. I think it was because I could pick the music. Like, I was jazzed. And then it was like, there were probably five extra rides past when I should have, when I was like, no, I'm not enjoying this anymore. <laughs> Can I point out something that's actually really heartwarming? I Like... Okay, the three of us, this is a little self-indulgent. The three of us, we all love theme parks. We all love Disney. We all love Universal. And after that, we we typically have very varied opinions on attractions and experiences and bathrooms and snacks. Like, we, we all... We, <laughs> 
we always come to the ta- to the table at this conversation with like different experiences and opinions, right? Maybe our glue is the fact that we all pass out on Rip Ride Run. <laughs> and I it took years for us to really put put to this find together. Our glue. Right, right. To sure. find our glue. It only took uh, how many episodes yeah. are we in <laughs> to figure it out? 40, 40 something. Oh my gosh. That's oh, I crazy. Love it. I know. Well, I hope one day the three of us will ride a roller coaster together and never wake up. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's likely. I don't. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> the, and we'll have a video of it because, oh, yeah. like I said earlier, yeah. Rip Ride Rocket records kind of like a point of no the opposite of a point of view video like it's a video of you experiencing this ride and you also then hear the song that you chose i guess it's like linked to your experience if i ever pass out in an attraction and don't wake up i'm hoping it's the barney show. <laughs> i just want to be sung to sleep yeah. can you can you imagine like you bought the video and you get oh you God. get out and you you watch it and you're like oh damn i was i was asleep the whole time <laughs> Yes. Or what if, like, you're the single writer, as you mentioned earlier, next oh, to God. the person who passes Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, now, I, like, from a science perspective, I am curious and maybe will buy the video to, like, see myself pass out. Right. That would be really interesting, actually. Okay. So I just Googled it because I got really nervous for a second. But they're saying, what happens if you black out on a roller coaster? Okay. Neurologists say that passing out on roller coasters can happen because the G-force of the ride can briefly deprive the brain of blood and oxygen. Oh my god, that's worse than I thought. Sounds fine, right? Yeah. It sounds like something we should never do. <laughs> I've never felt that way on rock and roller coaster, though. No. Uh-uh. Or Tower of Terror. No. I don't know. Rock and roller coaster is very dark inside so i don't know if i would have noticed it's also very i don't know if this has anything to do with depriving your brain of oxygen or and blood but like it's also very cold in rock and roller coaster always and i um disney also i think intentionally does this their rides are short and cold and so you don't necessarily get into the uncomfortable experience of being on something that won't end feels like it won't end or that it's too hot like you said ashby for the first 25 seconds of this ride, you're facing the hot the Florida sun. sun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you've probably waited in line for two hours. In an outdoor in an out- queue. In an <laughs> right. outdoor queue. Right. Yeah. With just switchbacks with loud music. Like it's a sensory, um, uncomfortable sensory experience. Listen, it's they don't call it a thrill ride for nothing, you know? It's going gonna, it's gonna to cut off your oxygen, your blood flow, like... Here we go. Can you imagine though? Like, think about for a second. You know the, what we deal with when we ride this ride. Can you imagine if we rode that uh, crazy dragster thing? No. We, oh my god. We would all. Our, that would be the end. Our brains would be mashed potatoes by the end of that. I'm dying because um, my Google search led me to a Reddit thread that was like, "Hey, I really love roller coasters, but I've." I've noticed I start blacking out every time. What can I do to minimize oh. these? And it'll be like, wear really tight socks because um, that oh will help God. get the Circulation. blood pressure back to Jesus. your head. Breathe in and out really quickly. And then someone was like, um, I know this isn't what you want to hear, but you probably shouldn't wear <laughs> coasters. Was that you? Did you respond? <laughs> I wish. It's someone named Metal Stamp, and they have very quality oh advice. But I'm, so the first bit of advice I'm actually intrigued by, like, maybe next time 
I go to Universal, <laughs> I should wear like compression hose. Oh my god, I love it. They're gonna be like, oh, are you going on a long international flight? Uh, no, I'm gonna be riding <laughs> so a roller much. coaster today. <laughs> but like, I'm gonna wear, I'm gonna wear, wear very iconic Central Florida Universal outfit. So it'll be like jorts, like a rainbow <laughs> tank top, Universal. Yep, yep, um, yep. A hat, fanny pack, a fanny pack, Crocs, Crocs and compression hose. <laughs> Love that. Yep. Compression knee highs. That'll look awesome. <laughs> I'm so I didn't mean to like derail the conversation, but yeah. That In what so way great. did that derail the conversation? <laughs> nope, that's on topic. That's on topic. I I'm, want you to always jump in with Reddit advice. Quality content. <laughs> I honestly only have one more like fact about this ride and then it's just we can talk about whatever we want <laughs> all right here we go so the the other kind of interesting thing i think we should note about rip ride rocket is the loading and unload area mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. um was actually pretty innovative for the time and it's something that universal has continued to use um it's very effective so um uh, if anyone else can explain this a little bit better like, please jump in. But essentially what it is, is a continuously moving platform that moves very slowly, right? Like we've seen this before with an Omnimover system where you, you know, you get on like a moving platform that's moving slowly, but at the same speed as say your Doom Buggy or your Little Mermaid clamshell or something like that. And you just get in and sit down and a bar kind of comes down over your um, kind of lap area and you're secure and you just kind of roll on. Now, in Florida at least, they weren't using this technology for roller coasters because from like a very logical perspective, that sounds unsafe, right? right. Like you you wouldn't have enough time to secure the belts <laughs> or the, the bar or to like do any safety tests. Um, but they really slowed down the loading. So like when the train comes into the station it is moving very 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 slowly to the to give the cast or the team members enough time to make sure you're like properly locked in and it gives you that moment those kind of couple of seconds or to start choosing your song that you'd like to you'd like to use yeah but they've continued to use this i know hagrid's utilizes the same kind of loading system yep ha- um what is it the hogwarts the Forbidden Journey does as well. I, I think I'm like, for me, most notably Hagrid's though, because it is like a true coaster coaster. Yes. And you're having the same sort of like restraint system. Um, yes. But it's pretty neat. But yeah, I mean, it's interesting, like both sides, entrance and exit, you've got a moving platform with the ride. So that way, when you walk out, you know, that that platform seems stationary with the vehicle. And then, of course, you step out onto the 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 loader unload platform and the platform itself is the station is very long like very long because you have trains kind of coming in and um guests getting out of them moving along to the the guests kind of loading in that's happening all in the same station Um, and they're continuously moving the whole time Mm -hmm. so pretty neat yeah it's a cool idea and it's great for the the one thing that i have not seen and i would love to watch is when they do a transfer, um, you know, mm-hmm. a guest that needs assistance. Sure. Uh, I have not seen that process. And I've, it's always been something that I've thought about and wondered, like, how does that work? Do they – because I don't, I don't even know 
I'm assuming it's from the exit side because there's an elevator over there on the unload platform. Yeah. Uh, so it's probably, you know, if it's not, sl- if there is an ability to slow it even more, they probably do that. Or in those cases, they probably stop it, um, you know, to be safe with a, a transfer like that. That was the one thing I do want to say about this attraction is we talk about the ride and that's great. But the experience that I also want to talk about is this was one of the first attractions that they did like multi-costume cast members. They could wear a different color if they chose it. They could wear long pants, short pants, but all of it was like spandex. (laughs) And I remember that they were given fanny packs if they wanted them. That's fantastic. And now we have Star Wars, where you could have a full headscarf, whatever you'd like. Oh, I mean, costumes nowadays have just become so cool. I yeah, I, I. Well, I say that. I mean, so funny enough, when we were doing Pandora, this is going back a few years. There was big push about the costumes, right? Like you had to have specific costumes for specific roles that you were playing as a cast member in the different locations throughout the land. So costuming was awesome, like so many different costumes. But then I think this happened after I left because I know they were talking about it where Animal Kingdom was basically consolidating and getting rid of a lot of the different costumes and like going to like a very generic type costume for all the different lands. And I was like, (laughs) oh, whoops, we took a few steps backwards there. (laughs) I don't know what it ends up. I don't know what it looks like today, but I know that that was something that was happening and, and, you know, I don't know where it ended up. I, rem- I remember the costumes, too. They were, like, red and yellow and orange. Like, that was the color palette. They looked like Taco Bell sauce packets. Oh, my God, they did. Yeah. Like, you pick a fi- mild, medium, or fire, and you just go with it. I mean, I think if I were in that position, I would have chosen fire. The red, yeah. Breaking news, breaking news. Do we have any this just, soundboard? Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, this just in. This just in. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't have like a news uh bulletin. No. I reached out to this is live on the podcast, right? I reached out to a old friend of ours, an old school friend, Cheryl, who was on the opening team for Rip Ride oh, Rocket. Perfect. To Ooh. ask um how they would handle loading the coaster when there was a transfer. Um, and he said they would stop the entire ride and manually transfer in. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Okay. I'm shocked by that though. That is that like, th- that seems like there was a middle ground mist, right? Like, right. We're super efficient, but when it comes to transfers, eh, we'll just stop the ride. <laughs> like I, I don't, it doesn't surprise me that there was a, st- a stop, right? right, right. But I, it, it does surprise me that they didn't have like a little, What's is there like an official name for that when you load separately and then just like slide some a, a car in? I mean, usually it's like a transfer station. Yeah. Type of thing because so like that re- there's, that, yeah 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 yeah. I would assume that would require a stop, but maybe not a full stop to do the full transfer because, you know, part of the transferring is that you should be able to take as much time as you need to do that to transfer in and out. So I'm a little bit surprised. At that. Oh, oh, another Bolton coming in. Oh, come and I what, quote. Yep, go ahead. That ride was a huge pain in the ass. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. We will keep um <laughs> we will keep this person's 
identity a secret because that's the sort of stuff that could get someone fired. I assume he still works there after 12 years. You can you can find them at IG handle I hate your yeah. pride rocket. Yeah. <laughs> Dot net. <laughs> 2009, I'm trying to think if transfer stations were like really because like to- Toy Story Midway is probably the the one that I can think of. The one I always think of is Men in Black. Which was way before this. Yeah, yeah. I think the problem is is that it's always an option, and it's probably something that is in the design process, but it just comes down to money. And then they're like, how much money is that going to cost? Eh. Do either of you, if we're, assume none of us pass out on a roller coaster. Let's just put that to the side for a moment. Let's imagine we don't do that. Sure. Do you have advice about either when to ride this ride or what to do immediately before it or after. I guess what I mean by that is like, do you eat a slice of pizza before? No. Right. So like, what's the ba- what's the ideal state of mind and state of body to like to ride Rip Ride Rocket to enjoy it? My biggest tip to go at night if you can. One, because you're not going to have be blinded by the sun. You're probably not going to be dehydrated, and your blood vessels are not going to seize up on you. And it's actually kind of pretty at night because of the lights, right? Um, oh, we didn't mention that. The cars it's they themselves, they do actually light up. Yeah. And so that would be my recommendation. I imagine it would be really fun to do right before or maybe during like horror nights. Like it would be such a way to break up that environment. Oh, yeah. I do like riding rides on like all special event nights, though, because the waits are so short. Mm. And I'm scared of haunted houses, so. Oh, well, that, I mean, maybe you should, maybe you should just not go to haunted, uh, Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> but I also love them. It's weird, like, I, I truly am genuinely afraid, afraid of haunted houses. Yeah, I, I love them. Like, as soon as I'm done with them, I love them so much. We have a good time every time. Oh my god, I mean, and I really only want to go with you guys be fair <laughs> i gotta send sherilyn first i hide behind her ponytail and I smile at all the scare actors and say good job yes. you're doing a very good job tonight well done the trick to a good haunted is just you you find the bar you sit at the bar you go to a house then you find the bar you sit at the bar like that way it's like it just becomes it's fun sure unless you have any tips or advice about halloween horror nights I mean, about Rip Ride Rocket. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing regarding Rip Ride Rocket and Horror Nights is it, it makes the line, because so three of the biggest houses are usually those sound stages right on the outside of Rip Ride Rocket. And so while you're in the queue, all you do is watch this ride. That's true. Yeah, that is true. Here's something that I didn't mention. Rip Ride Rocket had like a bit of a rip rocky start. A rip rocky? <laughs> Yeah, Wait, which did, is extra did, means extra rocky. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so I guess so. This is just something to mention. There's not a ton of like context here, but basically they announced the coaster and started building in 2008, May of 2008, and said that the coaster was going to open the next year, like within one year. Mm. Which, again, with that timeline, we heard that in like Test Track Two, and I just when I think about rides now, I. I can't imagine a one-year construction timeline. Right. Um, no. Which maybe that's the beginning of this story, though, right? Because they did not get this ride open in one year. Um, 
externally the the coaster looked like it was completed within the year the the last bit of uh, track was put in in of spring of 2009 um and they said yeah we're gonna open we're gonna open by the summer and then they didn't so there was may june july and then they finally opened um in august of 2009 but so they they would never have intentionally done that because they would have missed that entire summer push of guests and so it kind of had this this stalled start and i think it you know maybe there's a little bit of negativity felt towards the coaster because of that kind of the false the many false starts um mm. it had so it officially opened on August 19th, 2009. And it's funny because, Cheryl, I feel like we wrote that then in September. Oh, yeah. We were there right as it opened. I mean, I don't think I've ever been that close to, like, a ride opening before. And as you mentioned, we clearly know plenty of people who, like, work there. So, like, we were hella VIP. I guess then. that is. <laughs> that was, like, the closest thing I've ever been to a VIP was to go up that elevator, Ashby, that you're describing, <laughs> and, you know, go on the ride from the from the exit. That's pretty cool. I mean, and, you know, talking kind of in the in, in this uh, respect, like, it has gotten some bad press over the years as well. There's been some moments of evacuations that they've had to go through that maybe took a little longer than they should have. I just remember one article that popped up. This was not too long ago where they were trapped at the top. There was, I, I don't ex- exactly remember the situation, but all I remember is that it was saying like it took a while for yeah. the fire department and everybody involved to get those guests um, out of their ride vehicle. But it, what's funny about those articles is like sometimes when they show, because especially down here in like if you live in this area, you would see those articles pop up sometimes online or whatever. And it was like, oh, Haunted Mansion was down for one hour today and evacuated people. And you're like, yeah, it's an amusement park. Like, this happens. Like, why is this news? <laughs> it's not. It's not uh, news. Yeah. WDW News Today. It's oh, not news. boo. If you do it safely, sometimes it takes a lot yes, yes. And, you know, looking at Rip Ride Rocket, like, I'm sure that there is a process in place it could be one of those perfect terrible situations right like it's like that one situation that they wrote a process for that was like oh this will never happen but if it does you know this is going to be kind of crazy right um and and i think that's just what happens and then of course the news grabs it and they're like oh my god we have the best news story ever right now ripper rocket is such a visible coaster that when you're it's so obvious right when it's not working but a lot of people do have like genuine phobias or fears surrounding like roller coasters and or heights so when you when it's that obvious like i guess that makes makes it a bigger news deal yeah i mean that's true yeah when it goes down and i don't know maybe you guys might know a little bit about this but so at disney if you're not aware as a listener um disney basically has on site their own emergency department so they have their own I say their own. It's it's run by a different organization, but it's all tied in with Disney. So they have a, a fire department and and the rescue equipment and the full you know gamut of that what 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 that would entail. Whereas Universal, I'm assuming, uses whatever the local emergency services are. So I you know that makes me wonder from a 
you know, emergency response perspective, how up to date are those services? Because they're not necessarily like, because to be honest, at Disney, they only respond to calls on Disney property. So those uh, folks are just kind of, they're typically responding to uh, heat exhaustion, you know, the occasional cuts and scrapes, whereas Universal's response team is probably dealing with like regular disasters, you know, fires and rescue pickups and things like that. And I'm sure they have like a dedicated unit for ride evacuations, but I I wonder what that relationship looks like, you know, because the reason I bring that up is because at Disney, we would have uh, these tabletop or sometimes live evacuation training sessions. So the one that I'll use as an example, which is probably the worst to use, is Primeval Whirl. That terrible ride. Uh, there was a particular scenario that could happen, and I, I mentioned earlier, like it was like one of those like one percent chance of this ever happening. But if it did, it meant we've got some serious, you know, we we need a serious response to this. And so it would involve like fire trucks being brought on stage, blocking off guests from getting to Dino Land. You know, lots of lots of big things involved there. Mm. Um, but the nice thing was is like. Usually once or twice a year, we would, it was usually like we would have one in person where we would do it after hours. And then we'd have another one that would just be like a tabletop where we would sit in a conference room and everybody would talk about their role, you know, in the evacuation and kind of just verbally go through everything. But that makes me wonder, did Universal, does Universal have that relationship with uh, their partners in the, um, in those uh, fields? I don't know. You know, maybe that's what attributes to some of that. Um, you know, longer response for evacuating guests. I don't know. I think, I have no idea, but I think it, if that, like, theory is true, I think it definitely has a lot to do of why when you Google, like, the Orlando theme park ride evacuation, it's, like, mostly universal, because there probably are different, like, just, like, standards of reporting that stuff. Or, yeah. or honestly, just the fact that Universal sits inside the city of Orlando, it's just like that much more obvious where like, oh, there's an ambulance going to Universal. Yeah, yeah. Where it's all internalized in a way at Disney, right? Like I said, they're they're specific to respond only to Disney locations. Um, So there might be something there as well. Yeah. So I would compare Rip Ride Rocket closer to the Hulk than the Mummy. Would you guys agree with that? Yes. Yeah. No, yes. I, had to th- I had to think for a second. I-, I would say yes, as far as if you're trying to compare it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, do either of you pass out on the Hulk? Uh, that one gets me. Yes. I have not been on the Hulk since it came out. Ever since you saw Rosie O'Donnell there? Yeah. Genuine. I was just going to say, <laughs> since Rosie O'Donnell wrote it, I haven't yeah. been on the Hulk. So I, I, I'm sure. I don't know. I, I'm trying to think back. I, I don't have, like, very positive... Uh, it's no, don't get me wrong. It's a it's a really good roller coaster, but like when I get off of that ride, I don't feel good, and I don't feel good for like a little while after. It's like a day ruiner ride for me, but I don't think I black out on it. It's mine's right at the beginning, or like right after. I don't know if it's like right after the launch or like, like out of the tunnel. It's it. I, I get a little bit of that like weird vision i don't necessarily black out all the way but i get that weird like it's almost like the gravity is squeezing the blood vessels but not completely (laughs) yeah and i think something about that ride too that is jarring is you come out of the so you it launches you out of a uh, up out of a tunnel like a dark tunnel 
and then right into the sunlight. I mean, that alone is yeah. going to make you see like tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ridden it since they changed, redid the whole track? No. no. So it is, I will say it's much smoother than it used to be. That was my biggest pet peeve was because they had that loud. It was oh, on, like it, the Hulk yelling. Yeah, it was on purpose to make that track sound awful whenever uh, a coaster was riding on it. So they got rid of that finally, which is great. So it's not as yeah. rough on your body and the ears when you're riding it. And it, I mean, it did. It felt smoother. It was a very big investment into something that was, at the time, very weird because it was also when Disney was acquiring Marvel. Right. And everyone started to, like, there was, like, speculation about, like, oh, they're they're taking out the uh, Hulk because, you know, Disney owns it now. And it was like, well, no, they just announced that. Like, what? <laughs> that doesn't happen that fast. They were doubling down on their Marvel existence that was but then like two years later spider-man got all refurbed too mm-hmm. yeah speaking of universal building outdoor coasters velocicoaster Velocicoaster. oh yeah that also shoots will, you straight up into the sun i was gonna say no will, i don't know <laughs> will will we be riding do you guys do you think you'll be be riding it i think so i i I don't see a reason why I would not. Uh, well, yeah. the passing out, Ashby. I, it's, listen, <laughs> it's fine. I haven't, like, I haven't, I'm not dead. So, like. <laughs> Genuinely, Hagrid's was so enjoyable that I am intrigued. Sure. Do I, but I don't think I will like it as much. Because it's gonna be very different than Hagrid's. I, right. I feel like Velocicoaster is about being a roller coaster. Yeah. At least with Hagrid's, like, I feel like there's a story that they tell very wonderfully for such an intense ride. And Hagrid's, I still have not been on Hagrid's, which is just a crime. A crime. But Hagrid's, to me, is, like, a much more, in, like, a more intense version of, like, Seven Dwarfs style. Oh, right? yes. No, no, I understand, like, it is intense, and it's it's fast, and it has, like, a lot of features that makes make it more intense but it's not the kind of like standalone steel coaster the way you know like a sea world or a bush gardens or cedar point like hulk also is and rip and rip ride rocket and velocity but it's very close like it's very close like it it is still just a roller coaster. Like there's so many of that there's so much of that component to it. I thought there were more like trees and stuff. Yeah, it's like they took the time to decorate a steel coaster better, but that doesn't change the fact that you're on one. Uh, okay, I see. Well, then I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I definitely want to go on Hagrid's. I think then I definitely want to go on Velocicoaster. Oh, yeah. But maybe at least try I'll just it. wear headphones and play Roland. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to listen to Glamorous every ride. How do I put in Glamorous? Excuse me. Yeah, where's the cheat code? (laughs) What's the cheat code for glamorous? (laughs) I love it. Okay. Um, yeah. So this one, I feel like this is like a funny episode, but not like very helpful or informative. Oh, I think it was perfect. I think people got a lot of information from us. Yes. I wouldn't say, you know, useful, but they got a lot of information from us. (laughs) Like, I kind of want someone to write a review that says that like wow i have so much i got so much i learned so much so much information from the podcast none of which i'll literally ever need or use (laughs) but it's something it's now taking up space in in my brain and to that i would say right same (laughs) i feel like we brought awareness to roller coaster blackouts which is like we're doing great charity work, and I think, you know. I um, 
I feel like this conversation has brought new meaning to the t-shirt that you often see at the end of roller coasters or end of any attraction that say like <laughs> I survived. <laughs> I, I, sur- <laughs> I survived Rip Ride Rocket. And let me tell you, it was close. <laughs> oh, end it. We gotta end it. Get our outro. Yeah. Well I have a button for that. <laughs> that about sums up our episode <laughs> that is the end of the the uh as you can tell from our comments the best ride ever rip ride rocket wait no, i'm sorry universal rip wait what was it called again hollywood, hollywood. jesus hollywood located in orlando anyway <laughs> it's rip ride rocket I highly recommend it if you don't pass out on roller coasters. It's very fun. And look up the songs ahead of time. Like have a game plan. Yeah, for sure. I think we should uh I think we should rip ride it out of here. Am I right? I'm I'm Am I I'm is it... on this moving platform about to <laughs> to get on the coaster to O U S class up in the Perfect. Love it. Guys, thanks for listening. Anytime.